High School Slumber Party is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Thousand on thermometers, two thousand surrounding us. Travel two thousand kilometers to hang out with us. What's up, danger? What's up, danger? Hey, didn't know they doubted us. Makes it that more marvelous. Sign them up, cause I'm in this vibe, then I get synonymous. What's up, danger? Hey, don't be a stranger. Cause I like high chances that I might lose. I like it all on the edge, just like you. Hey, I like tall buildings so I can leap off of them. I go hard with it no matter how. Welcome, slumbers, to a special weekend edition of High School Slumber Party. This, of course, is What's Up, Danger, a song on the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack, because the last episode we did was Into the Spider-Verse. So what are we doing here in the middle of the weekend? Well, this was supposed to be on that episode. This was supposed to be just a little tagger at the end, previewing what's been the movie event of the weekend, Spider-Man Far From Home. Mike Manzi, my Spider-Verse co-host, my Spider-Month co-host, of course was here, and Kyle Reinfried we brought on, the Foodie Films Man, because the three of us, at this point we were going to see Spider-Man No Way Home. Did I say Far From Home? I think I keep doing that. No Way Home is the one this weekend. So we were about to see Spider-Man No Way Home. Spoiler we saw it. We'll have an episode for you sometime tomorrow. But this was our little pregame, and that's what I'm calling it. The Spider-Man No Way Home pregame special. And again, I was going to tack it on the Spider-Verse episode. But then I decided to make it its own episode because, if you know Kyle... If you know Mike, and if you know me, we spoke for way too long. So without further ado, pack your favorite jammies, tell your mother to be up Ryan's, because we're about to get our party on. Here's the official High School Slumber Party pregame for the high school superhero movie event of the year, Spider-Man No Way Home. Welcome to our Matrix preview episode. No. <laughs> hey guys, where's Spider-Man with our pizza? Ooh, deep cut, deep cut. So, welcome. <laughs> well, <laughs> weird intro. But welcome to our little No Way Home. Wait, it's No Way Home, right? Yeah. Yeah. I heard someone say Nowhere Home. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. 
Well, I loved how the they were releasing all the alternate titles before they decided on one. That oh, was that fun. was great. I forgot about that. There should be a Spider-Man Homeward Bound. <laughs> Homeward Bound is a horror movie, but I don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> no, this is our Spider-Man No Way Home preview, as the three of us will be going to see it opening night, pending Kyle, you don't get a gig. Which I'm rooting yeah. for you to get a gig because it's money. But <laughs> you know. But I'm also rooting for you to be able to join us because... Uh, Kyle, you've been my Marvel like movie buddy for a while now, and like this year we saw Shang Chi together, we saw Eternals together, so it'd be cool to to catch this one together too. Say no to the gig. <laughs> <laughs> if it if it well, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll wait my options. So I decided to get the three of us together for a little quick segment here, just to kind of discuss what our expectations are for No Way Home. Kind of discuss also some other things from the series. Kyle has mentioned, uh, Mike and I have been watching all the high school-related films in the series. Um, we covered Spider-Man 3 on his podcast. But since, Kyle, this is your first time, not the first time I'm talking Spider-Man on High School Slumber Party, but the first time, I guess, this year, why don't you for refresh the Slumber's memory? I guess, what is your history with the overall Spider-Man franchise, from Raimi to Amazing to everything oh, in between? Oh, boy. Um, okay, so history with Spider-Man. I saw the you know first one in theaters in 2002 for my birthday with uh, people that have guested on um, on High School Slumber Party, Dan Ferrara and Wesley Vina. Uh, we saw that at the Palisades Mall in uh, was that Nanuet, New York. Uh, anyway, no, no, West Nyack. Come on, West Nyack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so I saw all three Rami films in theaters. Uh, the second one probably has the silliest story that, um, well, it's not silly. It doesn't matter. But that same, my sister's like one of her boyfriends at the time, the one that you love the story of, uh, my dad telling him that stainless steel belongs in the kitchen and, and stuff like well, that. Context, because it is high school slumber party related because it's a high school film. I, Mike, it's a favorite story of mine from Kyle's dad, I guess. Well, a, a story that Kyle's dad did. I don't know how you want to describe it, but... An interaction my dad had with one of my sister's boyfriends. I guess uh, Kyle's sister's boyfriend was asked, like, oh, what's your dream car or something no, along No, my those dad things. and I were just talking about about it, and uh, what was his name? His name, his name was Peter. There Peter, you go. yeah, Parker. Yeah, uh, one of the just, like, zero... My sister was always into nerdy guys, but he definitely, like, was on the spectrum, probably. Uh, nothing wrong with that, but uh, just point... Peter point, Parker might be, you know? So yeah, maybe. It's all good. Point being, my dad... I don't know, we were talking cars, and not that I'm a big car guy, but my dad definitely is. And then point being, Peter chimed in and goes, uh, my, my dream vehicle would be a, a DeLorean. And my dad just, like, Michael Myers kind of head tilts towards him and goes... Peter, stainless steel belongs in the kitchen. Because <laughs> I think my dad just has total contempt for the 80s. And so point, point being, uh, yeah, like that just like Peter then like nervously like walked away like a scared Gallimimus. Uh, and <laughs> so you, what did you see spider-man 2 with him is that yes is that, yes and okay, he and okay. he had a pro i'm sorry yes so he had a problem with it because he was like the water wasn't boiling that when doc when Ock, the like, sun hit the yeah water, when the sun, yeah exactly he's mm. like that water would boil up and i'm like 
Peter. It's a movie where a guy shoots webs out of his arms. It's okay if the water didn't. <laughs> yeah, you want a you want a car from a movie that travels through time. Like he knows he doesn't do that in real life, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Just a, but, just a quick uh, tip on on the, the on the DeLorean joke because I feel like that was a joke that a lot like me as a child like I that was the thing the parents really dug about Back to the Future that I never got was like he made it out of a DeLorean because by then it was already like a failed attempt at automobile or something you know it was already sort of considered a joke so oh really like yeah that went over my head yeah mine too but i could see why <laughs> kyle's dad might might not have even like considered the back to the future reference or anything oh, he never <laughs> he never saw back to the future. <laughs> yeah. but yeah and then i saw what spider-man 3 came out when uh we were in college so i yeah. saw that with some college buddies and and i defended it for a long time but i'm just like uh but i knew it wasn't like great and I knew going into it by that point, I mean, number like, you know, the internet was just even that much more of the internet and reading like reviews ahead of time or just reading like, like uh, articles leading up to the production. And I knew like he, Rami didn't want Venom in it and all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, uh, you know, knew that there was supposed to be a fourth one with the Vulture. I think John Malkovich was supposed to play him. But then when it came time for Amazing Spider-Man, Brian, you definitely introduced me to Mark Webb because you really enjoyed 500 Days of Summer. Uh, I remember watching that with you in your parents' home. And yeah, I, I don't think I saw either, either of those in theaters. I, don't, I guess maybe just once they were playing on HBO or something. I've said this on our uh, just uh, the other episodes we've covered, like that me and Mike have done on Spider-Man, that the Raimi, Sam Raimi. Spider-Man films were so important to us growing up that it was hard for us to really digest and process the amazing Spider-Man, you know, uh, I like Spider-Man two, we studied in freaking school. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like Spider-Man three comes out and I was defending it too, as well for a couple of years. So Mike, when I watched it for your show, there times a charm. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't much, there wasn't much defending I could do. I'll tell you that much. Um, yeah, I remember when that started hitting and the internet was just kind of ramping up as far as leaks and plot synopsis and ain't it cool news and chud and all these places just getting scoops and cool. I forgot about you. Yeah, <laughs> there were some leaked Comic Con thing. And when Venom was confirmed, I was like, that's it. It's probably going in. A... And then they released the clip of the first Goblin fight. I was like, no, the CG is just. Not that. I mean, there's just. I remember off being excited with the first trailer, like, and it's just like, like, in Topher Grace is just like, I want Peter Parker dead or whatever. I'm like, all <laughs> right, like, I don't know. There was still like a little bit in the way that Venom was like, kind of like sludged onto the floor and then lifts up his head and screams. I'm like, and all you right, know, then. you know that I was into Thomas Hayden Church at the time, so I was excited. Yeah, yeah, but just the way they handled all that and retroacting, like, that he was there with the murder of Uncle Ben, it was just, that was a lot. Yeah, that was stupid. But yeah, so then, like I said, Mark Webb. Wait, uh, Brian, were you a big Wings fan? Is that why you're Thomas Hayden Church? No, sideways, sideways. Okay, oh, my bad. But I believe he was on Wings, which is terrific, and I know you're He was on Wings, and I'm a big Wings fan now. I don't think I was at the time, but Wings is awesome. Wings was the for, is the forgotten show in the Cheers yes. Frasier universe. 
totally, totally. And my favorite, yeah. I think I think Sideways was a very awkward Reinfried family movie night movie. <laughs> oh man, because there's there's like male there's full fucking yeah in that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, but you see a uh, MC Ganey's penis while he's running. You know the right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like. <laughs> Half, you know, like quarter chub, half chub. Anyway, Lost fans <laughs> lost their mind. <laughs> I know I'm on way too many Foodie Films episodes, Kyle, but when you find your wine guy for Sideways, I need to be on that episode. Oh, yeah. No, I know that. As the side you know, person, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I need to. <laughs> I do need to have someone that truly knows, like, a lot about wine. I mean, you're also the person that kind of, like, got me into wine but just the rest of my history with spider-man i mean we must have talked about it i'm actually forgetting now did we high school summer party wasn't a podcast when homecoming came out was it it might have been we didn't cover it but we did homecoming and then far from home yeah like we recorded it and then and then yeah and then far from home we went to theaters the same idea we have for this one that we're gonna see yes yes okay so i have a couple follow-ups to that just in your history um, I know, because we've talked about this, you were a big uh, WB animated show guy because you liked the Batman, you liked the Superman. Did you yeah. ever get into the Fox version of it, which was X-Men and Spider-Man? X-Men, yes. Spider-Man, no. Don't know why. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. Never, even, like, Literally never even watched it. I'm not saying I gave it a shot. You should check it out. I think you dig should, it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, they're bringing cool. X-Men back. They should they bring back, back. X Men 97. Yeah. Yeah. They should bring back a, a Spider-Man show too. I think they did. No, but it's not like that. No, they have new ones, but like the, not in the way that you're saying in the way that they're doing with the X-Men, like it's just like, a yeah, they should yeah, continue yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, continuity yeah. Okay. I gotcha. You gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I've been rewatching that on Disney plus and it's, a, it's like an awesome way to get into all the characters again, a little bit of a different kind of Peter, but it's still pretty awesome how they they do that so second question did you watch uh into the spider-verse i did um it's really really good i just saw the uh like a day or two before we're having this conversation they released the um in call a trailer they called it something else and it was the real and it was the news that it's gonna the, the sequel it's i think it's called across the multiverse and it's gonna be two parts one in 2022 one in 2023 so yeah, no, I really, I really loved that one. It was fun. Uh, great introduction of Miles Morales, which is, a, which is definitely eventually gonna. I mean, we got a little tease to his uncle uh, in uh, Homecoming, so I'm sure that'll eventually happen in the MCU. But yeah, cool, cool stuff going on with that movie and all Sony Spider-Man stuff. That's a movie that uh, we mentioned. You know, really. It's like our first, one of our first introductions to the multiverse, believe it or not. It's not yeah. technically MCU, but the success of that movie, I think, told a lot of people like, wow, people would dig this stuff. So yeah, I was definitely curious about that with you, Kyle. And then the Holland ones, I know we've talked about the individual ones, but both of you as the MCU duo, you know, going to see all the movies together and not inviting me. I'm Wait, upset. What? I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> sabotage. <I> no. <laughs> we usually see it during the day anyway, Brian, and you're a contributing member of society. So, <laughs> <I'm> so <kidding. laughs> No, but, but I remember us. Kyle, you were you saw Civil War before I did, and you're like, Brian, you're gonna love it. Because Mike, as you know from talking about all these Spider-Man movies with me, I really care about the Queen's connection. 
And when they introduce him in Civil War, and they just have that big thing that says Queens on the screen. I'm like, yes, you know? Yeah. So I know, I, I mean, know to Kyle, be fair, they do that with every city in that movie. Bucharest. No, no but yeah, like but his, they, his exchange with Captain America is really special. Oh, yeah, He's exactly. Like, Where are you from, kids? Queens. He's like, Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. Like, yeah. Great. Yeah. They have a slice of pizza together. And he says it just like that. I'm from yeah. Brooklyn and I'm Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, but they could have just said New York City. Yeah, yeah. I know you're a big fan of the Tom Holland Spider-Man in the MCU. I know you cried when he got a uh, what do they dusted? Dust dusted? No, that's not what they say. What do they say? Snapped. What it's well, no, it's the blip. It's the blip. It's the, the blip. blip. Blipped. Blipped. Yeah. But before we knew that term, everyone was yeah. He was snapped. Was yeah. dusted or snapped? Yeah. 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 But now it's blipped. No, when he yeah, because that was like an improvised moment. Like there wasn't that exact dialogue, at least written. And the relationship that he has with, you know, like his like pseudo Uncle Ben, since we never got that in the MCU. So with Robert Downey Jr., he's like, Mr. Stark, I'm not feeling too good. I'm like, oh, my God. And then like, when he, <laughs> and then when the music comes back and he swings in, he's just standing there. And then, oh, my God, his exchange with Robert Downey Jr. towards the end. And uh, uh, I'm getting teary eyed right now. <laughs> so, yeah, big fan. So as we go into No Way Home, I wrote a list of questions I just want to ask you guys and previews. But a little bit before that, Spider-Man 2. Mike, I asked you just familiarize yourself with it because that's the one that we did not cover on High School Slumber Party or Third Time's a Charm. We don't really have a home for it. No pun intended. It's great, obviously. Oh, well, maybe not obviously. I'll ask you guys. Arguably the best. Arguably, de- you know, but it's like it doesn't fit in High School Slumber Party because it's technically a college film. It doesn't fit on Third Time of Charm, obviously, you know. Is Amazing Spider-Man 2 a high school movie still? They graduate high school. Uh, uh, okay. So okay. it's like the yeah. summer after, kind of, so technically. It's like Eurotrip, Kyle. We've covered Eurotrip. We can cover that. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Amazing Spider-Man 3 would not have been, but it never came out, so it doesn't matter. But we would have been able to cover it on Third Time's a Charm, right? So, Precisely. So Spider-Man 2 is our, like... Or white whale, if you will. And honestly, the No Way Home seems like it's going to have a lot of Spider-Man 2. Because Doc Ock seems like the fucking bad guy. Like the main bad guy in this one. At least from the trailers, right? So uh, let's let's do a qu- quick moment on Spider-Man 2. Uh, just your guys' overall thoughts and favorite moments from it. And I'll start off because I rewatched it today. Dr. Octopus is an awesome, awesome villain. I actually, the movie holds up. That's what I, I totally feel that way. Like everyone used to say X2 for years was like the greatest superhero film. I've watched that in recent years. It's good, but like the CGI is pretty it's dated, terrible. Though. It's dated. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah. I, I get bored at times. Spider-Man 2 is still good. Harry's the worst part. I don't know if James Franco's mailing it in, but it's like, like, you know, Nobel Prize, Otto, Nobel Prize. Like, now that we know a little bit more about James Franco and other movies, he definitely feels a lot like Pineapple Express, James Franco, or, you know. <laughs> well, Judd Apatow gave, like, the greatest quote about James Franco of all time when he then started having these breakouts. But, like, you know, originally it's, like, freaks and geeks, right? And so, again, that's Judd Apatow. But, like, when he got big with these Spider-Man movies and people are like, asking him his opinion on james franco he's like yeah i don't get like he's a sex symbol now he's like i hired him because he looked like the gas station ga- gas station attendant 
And so, yeah, like, yeah, James Franco in that. I mean, there's still, I mean, he's got to be pretty young at that point. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. obviously all like, you know, stuff, uh, you know, personal life stuff aside now, everything like that. Like he definitely became a stronger actor. I don't think he was that grave an actor in the beginning, but like, you know. So I could see that. I haven't watched Spider-Man 2 in quite some time, but I could definitely see that he's the weakest part of it. Yeah, that's a tough character, too, because Harry, I don't know. I feel like they never really took the time to properly develop him. But, agreed, uh, agreed. He, he's partially supposed to be kind of like projecting as a phony. So in a way, I kind of feel like Franco's performance fits the bill because he is kind of phony <laughs> in, in his like kind of the way he might be coming across in this performance and his, you know, in his abilities or whatever, you know, like you say, Brian, like it just doesn't, I have the same thing. Like it, I want it to, to mesh, but it doesn't quite work for me the way I think it should. Yeah. But otherwise, otherwise, like I really enjoyed Spider-Man two, almost every aspect of it. And I was surprised. I thought it was more than two hours long. It's like, it's barely more than two hours long, which is nice. We're going to get a three hour long Spider-Man film, apparently for no way home. So the economy of Sam Raimi, we'll say it again, Mike. Bravo. Brian, like, uh, there is, there's an extended version of Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2.1, I believe. So um, that came out after the fact. It wasn't in theaters or anything. But it's pretty cool. It's just extended action sequences and, and stuff like that. But, yeah, I think the economy of of this movie, like, is part of its greatness as well. <laughs> it just fits so much in in such a good amount of time. I sent you, like, a meme before we uh, got on the podcast, Mike, from the... Uh... Ursula is the, yeah. the girl who lives across the hall from Peter Parker in that movie. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that whole weird, like... Always fascinated me. Always fascinated me. I never knew what was going on with that. And I just always looked at her dad <laughs> as one of the terrorists from uh, Air Force One. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's why I couldn't get my mind off it. There were a couple of moments in that movie that, like... With the whole when he gives up and it's, uh, oh God, who sings that song? What raindrops keep falling yeah. on my head. Oh, uh, the powerless part two trope. Yeah, like <laughs> just, but just that song playing, like it was just very. But it's very, it's, it's very Sam Raimi. Like we noticed. Oh, 100%. Like, but at that point, I don't think I really was, I, I wasn't astute with him. Mm-hmm. Like everyone talks about the emo scene in the third one as being trash. But if you watch all three of them, he does this kind of scene in all of them more or less right like a like a things are turning around like an i feel good montage a feeling good montage it's just the third <laughs> one was like again turned up to 11 on that scene and you're just like what the fuck <laughs> well it's like it's that plus then a dance sequence like, true there yeah, is a dance yeah. sequence. doubles down doubles like down it becomes the mask mike did so. you did you watch spider-man 2 recently i've seen it recently yeah i didn't re-watch it specifically for this episode because you know to be honest i wasn't exactly sure what we were going to be covering it's <laughs> just no, sort of our general thoughts and shit but but it's funny when you sent me that text earlier and i wrote back proto gwen stacy because that girl across the hall like pretty much looks just like Gwen Stacy and I would have been not not have been shocked if her name was Gwen but I really loved this movie yeah I remember when it came out just being amazed you know, brilliant but lazy you know Alfred Molina yeah. is so great in this even the, Kirk um, Connors is like on point I know he's not the lizard in this but the what's mm-hmm. his name Dylan Baker as Kirk Connors is really good yeah yeah and I I thought people might have expected them to do the lizard in this and to do the next goblin but it's really 
kind of looking back, like to only have one villain in your superhero movie at that stage was still kind of like, that's not normal. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, you got to pile on the villains and all this. So I really appreciated that, you know, they got a guy who, who was really kind of outmatched Spider-Man. And and I really love the whole mentor-student relationship kind of gone awry. You know, we talked about Spider-Man 1, how it's like his best friend's dad wants to kill him. And like, that's complex. And, and there's a lot going on there. But this is even more so, I feel like when they find out about each other, there's just something kind of more heartbreaking about that and yeah no i just think it's lovely like alfred molina is terrific you know i think toby mcguire's really good in this one again just upholding all the peter parker stuff my girl kiki (laughs) something we've kind of talked about mike too on our episodes i feel like if they kept up with just like the one villain thing they could have extended this series a little bit more like it didn't need to be a trilogy Mm -hmm. just kind of bond it in that sense like just and if you watch the cartoon or you read the comics like yeah you could build to this whole you know a big spidey war or whatever but i I like the episodic nature of like first one's green goblin second one's doc ock third one could have been whoever you know what i mean just keep it going keep it going keep it going yeah because i mean even superman 2 which i love he's fighting three kryptonians you know and it's like wow we're we're going from lex Luthor, who's powerless basically like no no special ability well he's brilliant but like you know what i mean to three guys so and and i felt like after thinking about this a little more how egregious the third one actually was by not doing the lizard because they teased it for two movies beautifully which i don't think he was gonna do it anyway i i I don't know it was always supposed to be sandman and I'm guessing maybe there was still something with Harry and Harry and him team yeah. up towards the end. But yeah. I don't know if also then Sandman, I don't know exactly what was going to ha- I mean, if like, if we got the same Sandman story, cause it's not like we get like by uh, Eddie Brock, you know, being in it, then Venom, like a whole extra amount of screen time. So I don't know what would have been different if it was just Sandman. Like, do you think he still would have been the guy that, accidentally killed uncle that's, ben that's what i mean i mean i don't know it just feels like they shifted so much around on the fly for for part three that we can't tell but i'll tell you this brian just to finish talking for a minute like it will be amazing if in far from home when we see the lizard he transforms back into this dr connor's Ooh. instead of the amazing spider-man one that would blow my mind that's a wandavision kind of twist yeah <laughs> <laughs> something mike and i have talked about a little bit like especially in the Raimi films and also in the amazing Spider-Man films, like villain choice and that, but overall Kevin Feige, right? Like what he does in Marvel and like the long-term planning, sorry, MCU, you know, that helps, right? If Sony at all had that kind of foresight, you could say, all right, Sam, you can do your Sandman film at a different point. Let's pay off the Harry storyline next, you know, then we'll pace it with Venom. You know, maybe we could tease that here. We're teasing a little bit. We can have connections, but instead they shove everything in Spider-Man three, have to restart, pick the lizard for the first one. And then, uh, you know, Electro for the next one, but it's also Electro. And wait, who is in Amazing Spider-Man two? Who's the other bad guy? Harry Rhino, Goblin. Oh, hey. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Harry Goblin. The Harry Goblin. Yeah. 
which felt a little rushed. Yeah, it's kind of cra- it's kind of crazy. Well, I guess again, we they looked at the success of Dark Knight and they're like, we're gonna make a darker one. And they just it's kind of it is kind of interesting that they decided to reboot it versus. I mean, mind you, Spider Man Two was supposed to have uh, for a second Jake Gyllenhaal was almost Spider Man. Yeah, because yeah. Tobey Maguire got hurt. Yes, um, yes, and Mike is Team Jake. I'm Team Taylor. For the record. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that's another, I'm glad you bring that up, Kyle. That's another aspect I wanted to mention. Toby Maguire had hurt his back on Seabiscuit and they were going to replace him with Jake Gyllenhaal. It worked out in the end or whatever. We get Jake Gyllenhaal later in the Spidey franchise in, in Spider-Man Far From Home as M- Mysterio. Yeah, they might face off in the new movie. We don't know. That'd be great. You know what? Like, I know it's not going to happen because it's just three hours and they have so much to put in. But if they had Jake Gyllenhaal in the Spider-Man suit, what a fan service Easter egg for like 1% of the population. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just thinking of Tobey Maguire punching out. What's his, um, what's his name? Damn it. Now I can't think of his name. I almost called him Mephisto. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mysterio. Mysterio. <laughs> hey, I just wanted Tobey Maguire punch out Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see the leak? There was like a fake leaked poster of the three Spider-Men. No. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. People thought it was real, but it wasn't. It's like clearly, but like Tobey Maguire has like a gray beard. He's like, lo- like Logan style Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> oh no. I hope that, that like, I don't want no, him not, with like a ponytail. Like, no, yeah, it's not going to be anything like that. And it's just, it's, it's just so silly. that like, like Andrew Garfield's missing an eye and he's like all battle scarred. <laughs> he's like, he's part cyborg. No, anyway, I, sorry. Yeah. He's I got mean, six we're, arms. We're going to, we're going to get into our speculation our guesses for you know far from wait no what is this no way home <laughs> no way home yeah you know what? i'm gonna say that they gotta end the home stuff we get it okay congrats the better not <laughs> that was the greatest sort of like we get it all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know i'm done with it i don't need complications with home stuff the quickly uh for spider-man 2 and then we'll get to our predictions mike i wanted to mention because we talked about Raimi's. The first first time ever in my life watching these movies and realizing Raimi's horror stuff bleeding into these movies. How about the the when Doc Ock wakes up in the hospital? No, that's the best sequence perfect. of the whole movie. It is a it's perfect scene. It is a crazy horror scene. It is scary as hell. Yeah, you get that amazing moment with like the with the chainsaw, like oh, so oh, good. that's a direct call out to evil yeah. dead oh 100 right and yeah. and the nails like kind of scraping on the floor like not just scra- it's digging into it oh my god it's so good this movie again is gorgeous like the i don't know who shot i would have i mean if i had to wager a guess i'd say like bill pope who also shot like the matrix and stuff but i don't know who shot this movie it looks incredible it looks better than the first and like not only is that scene just so pitch perfect but like bill pope you were right mike wow oh all right cool all right um but like the train sequence guys like maybe still top three greatest action sequences like since the 2000s and not just superhero movies but like to chicago for me they're supposed to be in new york but yes it is a oh you and your (laughs) you (laughs) no it's amazing i'm kidding i mean I know you are, but I'm just, it's always funny. <laughs> but that's cool. And like, it has such a great blend of the um, modern and what do I want to, I want to, I don't want to say like nostalgic necessarily, but like, there's some kind of like, like when Doc Ock robs the bank, right? There's something about it that feels part real, but also 
not with like the way that there's well, bags that's such a great cartoony and... thing coin bags that's such a right. great cartoony moment yeah and there's mind no you this is also in the time coins of like, anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly mind you this is also in the time of like prime like dvds and like special features and i remember learning about foley work because of this movie if anyone doesn't know what that is that's like the work of sound design creating like making a new sound altogether like well not even a new sound but just in via audio like making those coin bags that wasn't just they weren't just in the recording studio and throwing coin bags it was like all different like slinkies and different weird things for me kyle i learned i learned foley work from Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones special feature, which also, <laughs> which also featured a fully work segment. That would literally be like the same year. That's the same year. N- no, 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 no. That's two years before. I'm thinking Spider Man. That was yeah, same yeah. Spider. That is the yeah, same year, same. though. Like Spider Man Episode Two. That's crazy. So before we get into our little just previews or whatever we think might happen, theories, whatever. Question for you, Kyle, that I wrote down. Ooh. Have you ever played the game Fuck Mary Kill? I was gonna, I was gonna make the joke and say that before you got your breath out, but I was almost joking, so I didn't. Well, then you know what I'm gonna say. Ant Maze, fuck Mary, kill, go. Oh, oh I thought you were on, gonna dude. go That's a way so different direction. E- That's so easy. I thought you were gonna go Spider Man's, but well, well, it's a game. First, we're starting with Aunt May. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Let me, let me, because I want to, out of respect, say okay. Um, so it's um, f- fuck is Sally Field. Uh, really okay yeah um matt marries marissa tomei and uh kills rosemary harris oh rosemary harris mike would your answer be different dead anyway i think i would um well i think i would switch yeah i'd switch the mary and the and the i'm going with who they are in those movies not i'm sorry the age they are in those movies not who but because you only you only because once you're married you're not going to have sex anymore so you only get more sex and just fucking (laughs) wait is it just a (laughs) wait is the is the fucking a fuck marry kill is it one fuck or is it a fuck buddy it's no, it's not once. once. Well, yeah. yeah, okay. Well, I don't know. So I was just asking. I was, <laughs> no, I was questioning myself no. for a second. So <laughs> I'm looking at the rule book right now. No. All right. Fuck Mary. Kill, Alf, by the way, Alfred Molina, because I wanted to look up Rosemary Harris's name because I was blanking on it. Alfred Molina's uh, IMDb pick is hilarious. It's just like it's a big noggin. It's shaved head. It's hilarious. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill then the Spider Man's not Miles Morales. Please. <laughs> I'm talking. About, I'm talking about Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland. Marry oh, Tom man. Holland. Fuck Andrew Garfield. Kill Tobey Maguire. Dude, Ooh. I was good. Yeah, I'm. I'm right there with you. Ooh, we like Toby though as as Peter Parker. Wait, but them as Peter Parker or just them? No, no. Okay, I, okay. So that's the same that, answer. That. <laughs> Wow, wow. Yeah, Tobey Maguire's just too whiny. He doesn't like have like he doesn't I don't know. Like and I trust me, I still love him as like Spider-Man, but he's just like he's like kind of like the same thing as like young Luke, like Uncle Owen. Like uh. <laughs> I just feel like that that dance at the jazz club. Yeah, and it. then just the ugliest crier. So I'm a fan of the Toby Maguire Spider-Man. I'm a fan of all of them, really. In different I am ways. as well, but I'm not a fan of him as far as marrying or fucking. <laughs> but killing <laughs> definitely now this is a harder question those are just silly questions as of right now web to the head what <laughs> oh is my God. and mike you can go first spunk from the junk 
Uh, let's keep Spider-Verse out of it. No, let's put Spider-Verse in it. Fuck it. Let's do it. Of the Spider-Man movies that have been released, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Spider-Verse, Homecoming, Far From Home. What is your order for both of you? So if you need a little time oh, to write it boy. down, I'll, I'll give um, you like you know a couple minutes if you need it just to write them down. Or, or Kyle, if you have it ready, you can go first. All right. I'm going to go with... Hmm. Um, and we're not including his appearances. It's just the Spider-Man movies, not like his appearances. Yes, in like the, uh, yes, the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. So there are okay. So yeah, so I'm eight. gonna go with I'm gonna go with Homecoming as the best numero, or worst. N- numero uno, best. Okay, mm. Inter- interesting. And then and then I'm gonna go with Spider-Man two, and then I'm gonna go into Spider Verse. And then I'm gonna go uh, Spider Man, and then I'm gonna go Far From Home, and then, um, oh boy, I don't know. Honestly, whatever between uh, the the Amazing Spider Mans, and then Spider Man right. Three, and then Spider Man Three is the worst. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, mm, no, no, no. Spider-Man 3, then whatever the... Whoa. Uh, That's yeah. crazy. Spider-Man 3 is the worst, man. Wow. I, I respect you. No, I still get Thomas Hayden <laughs> Church in that. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I still get Thomas Hayden Church in that. In the other ones... The you get Paul Lizard, Giamatti. I, yeah, I, yeah. Oh God, no! Put me in a put me put me put, give me that Russian accent, sure. But I want him in a rubbery suit. I don't want that mechanical suit. What you don't want, Rhino? <laughs> and then like Lizard looks horrible. I love Reese Iffens. Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, Pretty from sure. uh, the boat that rocks and Notting Hill. <laughs> uh like uh, cool i mean i think uh i'm just really bad with names right now you just said it before whatchamacallit in uh spider-man spider-man 2 uh as dr kirk connors oh uh is dylan dylan baker dylan from baker. from uh what's the hoffman movie that's like so vulgar yeah what is that yeah that he's the pedophile he he's plays a, like he plays a, a pedophile in a movie regardless yeah, i just remember stuhler but yeah, those, that's my order. All right. I got my order. Go for it. Okay. Into the Spider-Verse. Wow. Number uh, one. Yeah. I know. That's everyone's That's everyone's thing they say these days. We'll get into it when, I mean, we'll, we'll have gotten into it in, in, a, in the episode on it. I can elaborate. Then um, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 1, Homecoming, Far from Home, Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man Two, and Spider-Man Three. Nice. Okay. That, that I mean that makes sense. Kind of almost in the order they were released. Almost. <laughs> like... <laughs> Here's my order: Spider-Man Two, Homecoming, Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, Amazing Spider-Man, which I didn't think it was that bad on this watch. Far from Home. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man Three, and I think Spider-Man Three is the only terrible one. To be honest with you. Like all the other ones have some redeeming qualities. Spider-Man Three, yeah, oh, I wish it was better. <laughs> There's even that they even they even released a like an alternate cut. Remember that, Brian? We oh, talked really? about it a little bit on third time. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't didn't help it because it wasn't shorter. Like it was just different, like shots and things. And it was like, Mike, are you there? 
Ground control to Michael Manzi. Mike. I'll even see your wave file now. Oh, some feedback. It's Electro. <laughs> Fuck, you're beating me at every little second. <laughs> That's why I made the impro- improv team and you. Exactly. That's yeah. That's one hundred. I'm you. I one hundred reckon. One hundred percent recognize you as the wittier person. We're just better timing. So, a little podcast magic for you, everyone. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, we recorded some of these segments out of order. I tried to make it seem like we seamlessly recorded them in order, but Mike, Spider Manzi, Mike, you had a mic issue. Um, so if this part of the episode sounds different than the last part of the episode, you know why. Regardless, I bring it up more because I'm glad a little time has passed since our last conversation, guys, because there's been some Spider-Man developments in my life. My Kyle senses are tingling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, but yes, Mike, I got bit by a radioactive spider since we last talked and my body's changing a little bit. No, um, before we get into basically our expectations for No Way Home, on Friday, they did a promotion in Manhattan where there was one Daily Bugle stand in the city and they were giving out newspapers, Daily Bugle newspapers. Someone posted about it. Was it you, Mike? Did you send that to me? I saw it on Twitter and I sent it to you. Yes. Yes. You you saw it on Twitter. You sent it to me. Uh, and in the nature of my job, I have a lot of employees around the entire city. I basically put out, what do the cops call it? I forgot. Like An APB? Where, yeah, I put out an APB for this. Within minutes, uh, one of our managers actually was like, hey, I walked by that this morning. It's on this corner. Wait, did you threaten your employees? No, I didn't threaten. I was oh. like, I, I was literally <laughs> like... $20 who, whoever brings me the paper first. Whoever um, brings me Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I want pictures. I, I felt like J. Jonah Jameson, uh, one of our employees. So I'll shout out the employee who saw it, Laura. And I'll shout out the employee who gave it to me, which is another one of our managers, Diana. Thank you, Laura and Diana, uh, for bringing me this. And I'll post the photos online, but it is a copy of the Daily Bugle. It is awesome. There are articles in here. There's a Spider-Man tip line, for example. Um, bodega foot traffic see surprising rise but it's like hidden spider-man things hmm. i wonder if there's spoilers in here i'm not sure yeah, it seemed from the from the two little photos you sent me i was like zooming into the like personal ads and stuff and it seems to be just like littered with references and easter eggs to the spider-verse and marvel mcu and you know i'm sure like there there's probably got to be like an editorial by someone that you'll recognize like maybe from daredevil right isn't there a newspaper in daredevil with like like a very famous reporter character like i just bet there's like tons of stuff hidden in there i i know obviously this film you know is getting into the multiverse so i preface with that but i thought the daily bugle at least in this mcu is like more like a web thing Right? Isn't that how they kind of sold it? In the I mean, we only, we, we only saw Daily Bugle TV at the end. It doesn't mean, you know, it's just a web thing. I, I assume that it was just the next... platform. Yeah, exactly. Well, you've also been watching a lot of Succession, so take it easy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that show. <laughs> no, but Mike, you're absolutely right. Like, the classified ads at the back, like, I'm going to read one for example. Oh, no, some, okay, by the way, it's sponsored by Liberty Mutual. So, like, one out of every nine things... 
it's like a Liberty Mutual reference, which is a little annoying. But As capitalism is this podcast. Yeah. Yes. This podcast is sponsored by Liberty Mutual. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Limu, Emu. Well, I think the Statue of Liberty plays a big role in this movie, so. Oh. There you go. But, uh, okay, for example, Bronx six-bedroom apartment. Doctor seeking roommate for cozy six-bedroom apartment. <laughs> not, not home most of the time. Must be like-minded and hate superheroes. Call Otto. Oh, that's too oh, on the nose. Jesus. Yeah, it's too on the nose. Too, yeah. <laughs> Call Otto. <laughs> okay, no, so they are, they're recognizing right there, like, because th- there hasn't been this confirmation, but th- they are right there saying, oh, we're getting the Sinister Six. Sure. I mean, if, I, if this I magazine, suppose. I mean, if this newspaper is related, yeah. I mean, I think we're getting it regardless. Yeah, I mean, I think. Oh, yeah, I think... regardless. No, but this paper, I'm like, the world we live in now with. Uh, Fair. Like, everything that Marvel puts out is very, like, you know, decision, decision, decision behind it, so. That's a collector's item now, Brian. Like, frame it, maybe sell it on eBay for $500 or something. I don't know, but, like. No, yeah, definitely. It's something that I'll definitely keep much to my wife's chagrin as I brought more paper into the home, she said. But, uh. <laughs> I hope it's not lining our rabbit cage later. I'll be very upset. Like another one for rent. Sunny Queens bedroom apartment next fall. Daughter will be leaving for college. Subletting room during each semester. Warm, spacious place with great views. Breakfast included. Text Angie Brent. Sorry, text Angie Brent. So you know that's uh, what's Betty her name? Brent. Yeah, Betty Brent's mother. You know, a lot of cool stuff in here. Like so, I was happy we got that layout because now I could talk about my paper, and I, I don't think we'd have time for it when we. Uh, actually go see no way home kyle do you know if you, you have work that day yet it, it looks like i, I don't so yay well I for us. i'll have to go see it <laughs> all right though the reason i brought you back yet again to talk spider-man predictions hopes wishes dreams for spider-man no way home <laughs> i want to see happy hogan in the iron man armor <laughs> I thought you were gonna say happy with uh, with Aunt May because that's I'm on taking my big list. swings. I want, I want, I want a before the devil knows you're dead sex scene with John Favreau versus <laughs> Tome, like we got Philip Seymour Hoffman. Nice with Marissa. <laughs> that's what I want. Well, I mean, it would be so cool to see like multiple versions of. Not just Spider-Man, but, you know, Doc Ock, maybe, Electra, you know, like, go, I want them to go out of control, basically, <laughs> like, because yeah. it's almost there anyway, like, most of your movies these days are like, not that I don't like it, I love it, but a lot of the Marvel movies go so far over the top in the third act that you're just like, where did that come from <laughs> sometimes, and I love it for that, but, like, I want that to kind of happen, I want to have it be, like, not just what the rumors are, but I want shit to come out of left field. I wanted to get to the point of like Endgame, where everyone was lined up, and you're like, "All right, this is amazing." And then, and then like Doctor Strange asks Wong if like that's everybody, and he's like, "You're expecting more than this." And then like more happens, like Giant Man comes out with the Hulk in his hand, and he's got Rocket in his, and it's just like more on top of more. So like, I hope like it gets. Like, I don't know what, but, like, I hope it gets to a point where I'm, like, so satisfied and then they do something that I'm just, like, holy shit, I can't believe they were able to bump it up, like, that extra notch. You want your mind blown. I mean, it's already on the floor, like we had, like we had previously 
previously discussed with just the trailers are blowing my mind, you know, and if they're showing that much, I can only assume that they're saving just as much. Would you, and this is for the both of you, would you be disappointed at this point if we don't get both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, me too. I hate to say it. I, I, wish, think it, so. I wish that wasn't the case. 100% with me. The people that were like, oh, they're not in the trailer. It's just like, so if they are in the movie, which, yes, at this point, just given, you know, you're introducing the bad guys from their movies, like, why wouldn't they come through as well? Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, the expectations are there. But for the people that are like, they need to be in the trailer i'm like don't you want anything saved like that's 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 like gonna be the moment and i i don't think it's gonna be i don't think it's gonna be them just in the finale i think there's gonna be hesitance like i think andrew garfield's character we've seen in the trailer that this you know tom holland's mj uh falling and then he's reaching out i i have i don't know this gut feeling that like andrew garfield's spider-man even though amazing spider-man 2 didn't end sad like he like is fighting uh what you call the rhino yeah the rhino <laughs> and saves like a little kid and i remember there's like manhole covers being used he still gwen stacy still died exactly but like so it didn't end on a but it did end like on a bright i am a hero now kind of note or whatever but i could see like you know because who, who knows like that's the big speculation is when from these other movies because they all die, so obviously it's before they die, but are they also variants of the ones we know? That's a Loki term if anyone hasn't watched Loki for some reason. Like, I, I just have a feeling Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, is going to be sad, and then maybe he's going to, like, throughout the movie and hesitant and that kind of stuff, and then he's going to have a moment to save Zendaya, just like how he could save, uh, mm. you know, what's her name? Um, yeah, yeah, I, and I don't, I don't necessarily care if they are specifically from those particular movies exactly like you say kyle they could be variants but as long as one of them looks like toby and one of them looks like andrew we're good okay because i'm sort of of the mind now that we're already seeing variants of these villains like these are based on the ones that we've seen but they're not exactly those and like if you know if loki has taught us anything it's that my hope is that it's not just saved for the finale and that the finale is packed with more of the more like, you know, I'm not saying it. it, I mean, maybe this is more of like a Dr. Strange two territory, but like having other properties show like, you know, it would never, but like a huge, like Deadpool, right? What if Deadpool showed up? That kind of thing, like crossing over Fox characters too, not just the Raimi verse, not just Sony stuff, but like, I think there's a good chance Venom is going to pop up. Yeah, like Venom. Like Kevin, that would, Kevin, that Feige, would be Kevin Feige has been in the last couple of days saying a lot of positive things about Venom and the Venom verse. Yeah. Mm. Now, is that just a sleight of hand? I'm not sure. Because a lot of people just kind of assume that he was against the Venom verse. I think there was a lot of rumors of that. Mm-hmm. He's come out and been like, no, I think Tom Hardy has been an iconic character and I want him in the MCU. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the whole thing. He wants him in the MCU. I think, like, was he against the Venomverse or had something like, I'm sure, yeah, like he wanted it to be the same kind of thing just from the get-go. Oh, let's let us introduce him as well. But then, hey, it was making money. It is Tom Hardy, who's one of 
the best actors of his oh. generation. Uh, yeah, but like doing, you know, like uh, Venom. I, still, I haven't seen Venom. Too, I'm sorry, I Are the Bernie Darkness Venom? <laughs> You're <laughs> such like, a like loser, Batman. Batman. You're like a fart in the wind. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> but, uh, but but yeah. So I I think I think Venom's gonna whether it's in the finale or there's gonna be a tag at the end because there was a tag supposedly. At the end of Let There Be Carnage. Yes. Um, so Did you not see that? I haven't watched it. So, I don't know if you want me to spoil it, but... You can spoil it. It's not a high school movie. In the post credit scene of Venom, Let There Be Carnage, is Venom and Eddie sort of... Um, they're, they're sitting watching a telenovela in a hotel room on some beach, and Venom's like, oh, you know, Eddie, like, the symbiotes, we share a hive mind. Like, I want to... I want to let you in on some of the secrets of the universes and the multiverse. And like, we can talk to each other across space and time. And Eddie's like, all right, go ahead. And as soon as they start to do that, the entire room shimmers and shifts around them. And the TV goes from telenovela to J Jonah Jameson in the end of Spider-Man no way home, revealing that Peter Parker is Spider-Man and Venom like crawls up to the television screen and like licks it and is like, Oh, look at that guy. (laughs) So they are clearly now in the MCU. Okay. Somewhere. Yeah. In some form, who knows you and I Mike, have deep dive the hell out of the production and all the things and, and, and how a lot of these ideas came before Kevin Feige when they were just Sony ideas from the leaks and stuff. I have no idea how much of that is going to, lead in to no way home again i just hope they do a good job in terms of the spider men if you will kyle the scene you're referring to or the moment you're referring to a lot of people have speculated that also based on the suit apparently that's the garfield suit or one of the garfield suits um in that moment like saving mj again Oh, I didn't know it in that sense. I thought that it was like Tom Holland and he's like not able, maybe he's out of webs at that point. He's not able to reach her. And then Andrew Garfield's like going to be able to like, and like this, like the shot that we see, she's even going to get further away and he's going to be like, no, Tom Holland. And then Andrew Garfield like swings in. Yeah, no, but a lot of people again, and also, but Mike, you've said this, Marvel lies in their trailers. It could just be bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so I'm not going to read into it. Like too much. straight up lies. Like yeah. it's still it's still amazing to me. Like sometimes I'll go like just thinking of one of my favorite films, The Master. There was like one part of when they're both in a jail cell that I forget exactly. Like it's some dialogue that's in the trailer that isn't in the movie, and it was something that like made me laugh or just I don't know that I really enjoyed in the trailer. And then all of a sudden that scene passed, and I was like where was that line but in like infinity war the fact that they have hulk running with the team you know uh and he never becomes the hulk in the you know once he goes back to human form in the beginning of the movie uh yeah so point being they're just straight up lie that's why every time you mention to me that people are mad about things included or not included in the trailer i think that's the stupidest thing i've heard yeah. and they t- we're here for the movie let's, yeah the and let's fi- and also like so uh, as from the uh, daily bugle and uh, obviously so much speculation that sinister 6 is coming but then people were like you know oh well this doc ock actually looks like he's going to like 
team up. I'm like, do you know the power of fucking editing? I was on the Steve Harvey show, and they made me look like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone knows you're not an ass in real life. Exactly. Thank so. you. No, um, maybe, maybe I'm an ass. They made me look like I don't know how to have a conversation on a date, oh. which is the opposite. Well, that's definitely not true. That's not. Yeah, exactly. In the Kyle-verse, the Kyle-verse that we live in, yeah. this world, Earth, Kyle with a K, you are very good in those situations, but maybe in another, you know, Kyle verse. Yes. Um, but I need to start licking my TVs like Venom. Kyle Ham, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, if we get Spider Ham in this movie and John Mulaney, uh, after having a child with Olivia Munn, is voicing. <laughs> what? Uh, is... We uh... it's become entertainment tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and I um, in uh, the Spider Verse episode. You know, we both kind of came to the duh conclusion at the same time. I think it was you, Mike, who mentioned, like, yeah. you know, how you don't know if they could pull that off on screen. And then we were both at the same time, like, wait a minute, they did Rocket, and <laughs> Rocket did so well. So yeah. you never know, we might get Spider-Ham. Yeah, and they might make him even, like, cartoony looking. And now that there's, like, worlds that, uh, like, I mean, if you watch the, again, you know, whatever they are, uh, it wasn't a trail or whatever they called that thing for the new Spider-Verse movie. And like when he's fighting that the Oscar Isaac voice Spider Man, like it's very like old school like hand drawing. Point being they could be like and supposedly that's what you know, even in the first Spider Verse they all look like different style anime and black mm-hmm. and white noir. Point being they could start introducing that in the movies. I don't fucking care. It'll be like fucking Roger Rabbit. That's fine. What if it pulls back and it's Stanley and Steve Ditko? animating the original like that's it that we go that he turns to the camera and he goes hey now you stinker (laughs) albuquerque's that away (laughs) or it's just like they're pitching spider-man and like the the investor's like that'll never work oh well yeah and then james cameron is like that was my most successful movie i never made (laughs) yes well you can tell we've talked too much spider-man yeah, Brian, are you? What are you? What are, what are you well, speculating? I know Mike and I pay more attention. I think not. That's not a slight. I think you're just better than us. <laughs> <laughs> I Man, that's a slight to me. No, <laughs> and me. It was a dual. It was a dual slight. That's why I didn't feel as bad saying it. <laughs> I just want them to make a good movie. I need. I said it. I need all the Spider Mans in it. I it can't just be throwing shit at the wall. And like fan, fan service cameo, like I need them to make sense of it. I trust that they can do that. We're getting a lot of signals too that this isn't the end. I think Mike, when you and mm-hmm. I first started our Spider Month, we were yeah. assuming that this could really be the end of at least Tom Holland in the MCU or right. or something along those lines, right? Like, yeah, handing every, it off to Miles Morales, exactly. Everything we're getting right now is that this this is the end of this trilogy, but it's just the beginning of. Yeah. The future of this character. This was phase one of Spider-Man, to use an MCU. Yes. So, (laughs) I don't know. Just all I want is them to do it right. Mm -hmm. It might be the end of the line for us in High School Slumber Party talking Spider-Man, because I would think Peter's graduating at this point. I don't know if we're going to get a scene of it, but... Yeah, but then you'll get Miles. I feel like he's going to need to take his GED, like... (laughs) <laughs> going to be able to get back to school after all this kind of stuff but yeah maybe i mean you know what else though guys like one thing we haven't really mentioned that i that i'm very excited to see is dr strange true since his solo film 
he's really been sort of shoved to the front of the line. And like, he's kind of one of the few active original kind of like, of, I don't want to say he was ever really an Avenger, but like from that, you know, from that original sort of group, you know, like who's still active, like Sam is Captain America. Sure. But like Ant-Man's still around, I guess, but like all the other really heavy hitters are kind of sidelined. Like I'm not sure what, banners up to exactly but he didn't seem like he was in great shape at the end of everything so you know it's kind of interesting to see if he's going to be positioned from here on as like you know the the leader or like yeah. the figurehead the the, and, the patriarch and, if you and will there's, and there's so much speculation going is this even our doctor strange is this mephisto mm. like because supposedly i mean he's always obviously was like a, a a jerk or whatever but, <laughs> you know he's a doctor not great bedside manner I, I think was part of his problem but just i don't know just some of the things he said in the trailer and just the way i don't know people were yeah i love this sort of speculation has been yeah brought upon us you know because now i'm thinking like is loki gonna fall through like a scene like is he gonna go running through the background at some point like with Owen yeah. wilson like all of that wow. is sort of on the table now that we're fully stepping into the multiverse. Something I'll say uh, as we talk about how big this movie is, not just in runtime, but just with the characters and people we might see and universes and multiverses. This will be a big change for us when we talk about the Tom Holland Spider-Man series in itself. Yes, he's been in Avengers and stuff like that. But what I liked about them is how intimate the stories were. Spider-Man Homecoming, pretty intimate, right? Far From Home, also pretty intimate. Yeah. This does not seem intimate at all. So I'm wondering, like, is it truly a sequel of the three or is it only or is it only in this trilogy because it's the third one, right? Because it feels like it is so dependent on Avengers movies and Doctor Strange movies and stuff like that, that I don't know. And I'm not saying, for better or worse, whatever. I just want a good movie. But yeah. I don't know how it's going to fit in the stylistically what yeah. we got in the first two films. I mean, they've so only like, been getting yeah. bigger and bigger. I agree with you, but just like, I mean, just the fact from this Spider-Man was introduced in civil war. And then from there, right. like his tie with Robert Downey Jr. And him appearing. And then in the last movie we had our legacy character appearing was like mainly Samuel Jackson who ended up being a scroll. And then in this one, we're getting Doctor Strange. But then obviously, like you're saying, it's getting huge with the Spider-Verse. So just to add on to what you were originally saying, Brian, that you just want, you know, you want to make sure it's a good movie and and tight. And obviously, there's like a, a, a true point to most people that show up and just not just fan service. I'm just really curious with more and more with the timeline of like they did a, a, a release at the end of... Uh, phase three i guess like an official timeline of like the movies and stuff like that i'm really curious with all the shows now i'm really trying to keep track and i'm definitely getting confused and as to you know at the end of end game like how you know yeah just pretty much how everything fits into the timeline because we're also it's amazing that we're getting the third spider-man like we got both the second and third spider-man after infinity war i understand we were in a pandemic but like the fact that there are not as many other Marvel movies coming out ahead of time to like 
have in between, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. 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 And it's it's always been interesting to me how they've weaved Spider-Man into the MCU in general. It's kind of like the approach they ended up taking with Hulk. And it's sort of like, let's tell their arc over the series of other people's films yeah. and they'll pop in. And it's sort of like guest appearing in other issues of comics. And Spider-Man only has like two issues of his own, really, that focus on him. And in one of them, you're right, like Iron Man shares the stage. And in the other one, it's like, you know, all the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff, which I guess is normal. But like, you know, you got got all that going on. So like the the quote unquote, like the home, the Spider-Man home series has never really felt like it was trying to sort of be connected into it into of itself it always seemed to feel like it was bringing in threads and tying things up from other movies because that's just where spider-man was in the mcu so like i never really considered it as sort of like standalone even in, on that level where it's like you kind of need to be following his arc throughout the entire oeuvre of every you know all of it so that by the time you get to one of his movies, you know what the hell is going on with him at this point sort of yeah. thing. So I don't know if that's a detriment or not, but I just I think that's pretty interesting that yeah. they're able to do that. And, and just the fact of like that his timeline even has like it's it's within the confines of high school years. So like when we met him, I think he was a sophomore, right? Like, I mean, that's at least when Homecoming is supposed to be his sophomore year. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but he's yeah. not a senior is the point. Yeah, exactly. And then, so then after Homecoming, obviously, we have Infinity War. So, you know, you're to assume, I guess, that's during junior year, but then he gets blipped. And then I think, and then, you, I mean, you guys watched it recently, then Far From Home, that's like summer vacation? Yeah, that, that takes place over the summer. So I'm assuming summer post-junior year going into senior year, since this movie is senior year and, like, takes place right after the last movie or just that's also something i'm really curious about like you know it seems like the beginning of the movie is gonna happen you know right from Times square of the last movie but maybe when the spell when they think it goes right like fine for a while and then all of a sudden something happens down the road you know like i'm just i guess to make it short is i wonder how long this movie takes place over it's it's a really really good question just to go back on your point a little bit mike i do I'll disagree with you a little bit. I think you could watch the Spider-Man movies without watching any of the other movies at this point, because even if you've never seen an Iron Man movie, just by being in the world, you understand who Iron Man is. You know what I mean? And the second one, the only thing that tripped me, I actually saw the second one before I saw, I think Captain Marvel. And I only knew like the ending reveal because I had read stuff online, you know what I mean? That was the most confusing part. But it's still like 90% of the movie is independent of those things. This one, this one, you need the most homework of any of them to watch, yeah. I think. At least that's what it seems yeah. like. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll pull back a little bit on that. But I guess I just, what, what comes to mind is like the homecoming opens with Michael Keaton at like the ground zero of the first Avengers movie. And it's like, if you haven't true, seen that, true. it's like, what the fuck is he doing? You know, with all this tech and shit with a Chitari. And then in the, in the other one, it's, well, it's like Mysterio, you know, they flash back to civil war. So it's like, if you don't know what he's talking about, it's not really as fun or relevant. It's just like, what the hell is he talking about? Tony Stark stole something from him. But like, if you've seen Civil War, the movie that Spider-Man was introduced in, you know, it's the like moment of Quentin Beck's like rivalry 
beginning is so like i don't know i just feel like maybe that is just me thinking like oh if you've seen them all you'll get more out of it sort of situation but i agree like on a level they do for the most part try not to do that in the solo spider-man movie yeah that's a really good point true it's like you could you could watch these movies on a surface level or you could watch it the way that we're watching it by watching it yes no it's a good point we're doing as much homework as possible Anything else you guys wanted to say before we, I don't know, uh, watch the movie in a couple days? And... <laughs> uh, I wonder what the odds are in Vegas right now. Like Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, who else? Uh, Kirsten Dunst, Emma Stone. Who am I missing? James Franco. You know, like, are there are there books going down right now in the sports book like <laughs> happening like what is it the maggie simpson shot mr burns thing like what is happening mike i looked it up because i've gambled way too much recently <laughs> there are prop bets for spider-man no way home you ready for them yep will toby mcguire and andrew garfield fight alongside tom holland Yes is minus 325. No is plus 210. For those of you who don't gamble, that means heavy favorite, yes. you would If you wanted to make money as the underdog, you would have to bet that they would not be in the movie, essentially. So Vegas believes that they will be in the movie. Will Matt Murdock... We didn't talk about this because there's a lot of rumors of Daredevil. Will Matt Murdock suit up as Daredevil? Now, no is favored here. Most people don't think he'll be... Sorry, Vegas doesn't believe... He'll be in this. Oh, can we take those bets? Wait, can we bet right now? See, that Uh, feels to me like something that that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm sure, like, I'm kind of expecting Matt Murdock to show up, but if fucking Daredevil showed up, like, I. Yeah, exactly. I think Matt Murdock is going to show up. Supposedly, Kevin Feige said that Charlie Cox is Daredevil in the MCU. He said that the other day. So, yeah, so the odds aren't there. Although, as I said, it's will he, will Matt Murdock suit up as Daredevil? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's what the bet is. Yeah, that's what the bet is. That's what, that's what Vegas does. You know, they, they yeah, try- no, no, I get, I get that. And that's, that's the more, yeah, that's a tougher one. I, cause I think he's going to show up in it. I mean, not to, I don't think it's, it's, yeah, cause it's still speculation. So it's not spoiling. But, uh, like Wilson Fisk is most likely in Hawkeye. They're, they're bringing it because that was a great yeah. show. So yeah, they're, they're, they, they've, there was uh, at time of uh, Endgame, there was a little speculation because we knew a big battle was coming. Like if all of a sudden, if Daredevil, uh, with the you know Jessica Jones, uh, mm-hmm. Iron Fist, Luke and Cage, and Iron Fist, yeah, like they're all gonna ca- like if they came out of a portal. Yes, would a lot of people have been confused in the theater? Well, I don't know if you're going to those movies. I don't know. Point point being. That would have been what getting into this territory, as we were just saying about how much you have to watch, how much homework you have to. Do. So here are the other two very interesting things they actually have on the books. Again, I don't know who's offering these, but mm-hmm. um, that fair casino, <laughs> maybe Ben want... Affleck at the win. <laughs> <laughs> this, if for whatever reason, if you want to make a lot of money, this is the bet for you. Uh-huh. Will Venom and Morbius make an appearance? Ooh, plus plus five hundred odds. So if you bet a dollar, you're gonna get five hundred dollars. Oh, I'll totally do that. So what's crazy about that, Morbius? What's so crazy about that is how Michael Keaton shows up in his trailer, but that movie's not out yet. So would they? But 
Spider-Man was introduced in his in not his own movie, so I know, but would they do it before he's even mm, that that would be a crazy move. I'd love Blade, it though. They use Blade's voice, which I called when we saw it in uh Eternal. He totally called it. Whew. Who knows? I, Who I knows? know that man's voice, that sultry voice. Yeah, we heard it in uh, Spider-Verse just uh Oh recently. yeah, you did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, so he's played three Marvel characters. Yeah. What was the third one? The copper cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. Kyle, this is the one you want to bet on, though. Will Doctor Strange reveal himself as Mephisto? Plus 700 odds on that. Wow. Whoa. I'll put a dollar. Who, who, wait, who doesn't? So you, again, if you put a dollar down, you get 700? It might not work that way. I don't know these kind of, this kind of betting. I don't know if they're the odds, per se. Yeah. But it is a lot of money. Like, it's heavy odds that that won't happen. Yeah, I don't think that's the case i just think that dr strange is annoyed easily and has bigger problems on his mind when we first see yeah, the trailer <laughs> the the only the, yeah in the trailer the only the the contradiction is like so he seems like around the same scenes but also later in the film like being short with them but when wong is leaving he's like strange don't do that he gives like a smirk to peter parker like he, you know very mischievous which in the past i would have been like maybe that's loki but now we have to be like, maybe it's the devil. Uh, I just, this is the kind of shit that I've grown to hate, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I just want a good movie. Like, no, I, I completely agree. But like, especially with, with um, what's happening with the shows, this stuff is happening more because since it's episodic, people have that like much quicker turnaround of like guessing what's going to, happen next in the episode versus when a movie comes out we can do the speculating but then the movie's fucking out there and it's yeah, two it's, plus yeah. whatever hours but now with marvel with this highly layered mcu world that are just getting crazier and crazier we have at least like six weeks in a row if not i forget how much uh, how many episodes wandavision was eight maybe you have eight weeks of back and forth speculation more people being like oh well it's gotta be Agatha and then her all along but then it's you know but then Mephisto shows up I mean we're supposed to get a giant zombie like monster bunny in that but costs kept that away so yeah it's 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 an insane thing to witness is the cycle of serialized television because like we've gone in my in my experience like when I first started getting into it very heavy was with Lost okay and that was like every week you're guessing what the fuck was happening and the show yeah. was so mysterious and you the, the fucking the, the theories and Creek, just like every that. okay but like the <laughs> theories would, would grow and you would sort of psych yourself up and and there would be nothing left but get disappointed by what actually happened on the show sometimes that like you know just what you built it up to be could never pay off not all the time you know plenty of amazing awesome reveals on lost but then we got like you know the binge stuff started happening where every episode was released the same day so like you kind of lost a bit of that time to speculate and everyone blew through it and then it became like what was the meaning of it all and now with disney plus it's like and i didn't even realize it but it's the marvel shows i feel in particular not so much with like the mando or anything but like we're back to lost where the shows are so fucking mysterious sometimes <laughs> you're just so many characters and so many storylines are possible that you're just like like stretching so far and grasping yeah, at and, that just aren't there and unlike lost 
it's going to be even crazier because people know the back catalog of potential characters. Right. On Lost, you could go oh so far. We don't know that there's going to be a guy named Jacob that, like, you know, does things. No, but with Hawkeye, you could be like, you could totally throw out Kingpin and, you yeah, know. No, yeah, exactly. And then, but everything else that comes along with him, which not, might not make as much sense, is then on the table, you know? So it's like, uh. The plus, I'd say, with at least these MCU shows is that it's a couple weeks and they usually build to something. Right. And if it's a movie, it's a movie, right. For something like lost, it's like season upon season and commercials. Theoretically, if you're watching it live, you know what I mean? So, yeah, but the MCU is the MCU. Like it is ongoing. It is all connected. But that's why I care less to be honest. I, I like it, but that's why I don't, give a shit who the hell Mephisto is or whatever, right? Because no, yeah, I don't care at the end of the that. day, it's going to continue forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. It's not like a final thing like, oh, you know what I mean? Who's going to wind up on the Iron Throne? What, what movie? No, yeah. Name the movie. Name, name the Marvel movie that will be coming out that each of us will like just miss before we die. Uh, <laughs> I think we're like, all... There will be a point in time... Like you know, and I—it's obviously Kyle okay. Kirby. I got it. It's obviously it. A, yeah. It's obviously a dark it, thought, but I know exactly what like, movie. Okay, go. I know go exactly ahead. what movie's coming out the week before I die. The next Spider-Man three. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Like they're just going to go all the way back around in the next twenty years or so. Uh, yeah, exactly. So sorry. That's no, I kid. I, I I kid, but like I don't know. I mean, I hope they get to everything I want to see before that. I, the one thing I'm yeah, really no, no, that's on just is the thing. Like, like, it's a dark thought, but you always hear like when like the when um, when unfortunately someone is terminally ill and they're like, oh, can you just like you know like make a wish kind of thing? Can like they just see the last Star Wars before it's in theaters or whatever? So I've had those. Th- thoughts like oh fuck i hope i get to see it now it's star wars I'm could you imagine you saw the last star wars before you died and that was the last <laughs> thing you saw that's why i'm not gonna depend on a movie for that but definitely no I, I i yeah yeah no, for I, you kyle it's gonna be love and thunder definitely <laughs> i yeah probably not gonna make it to this fall <laughs> or whatever just kidding i don't know well this was awesome guys i cannot wait to see this movie at this point Really excited. Now it has to meet my expectations, right? So, I hope so. <laughs> Spent a lot of time on this this spider month. So, uh, guys, check out. That'll be our next episode on High School Slumber Party. But, Mike, Kyle, promote whatever you want to promote. But more importantly, listen to the next episode. No offense, but I hope you guys are geared up for No Way Home like the three of us are here. But promote whatever you want to promote. Uh, okay, I guess I'll go first. And, um, Let's see. I gotta, I gotta run the list here. <laughs> Takes a second. Uh, so, Cage Club, the original Cage Club, going strong. Uh, new images of Cage's next movie just dropped. The unbearable um, weightness of being Nicolas Cage, I think it's called, something like that, with him and the Mandalorian kidnaps him. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what's <laughs> happening. He's playing, he's playing himself, and uh, that's all I need to know. But check out our latest episodes with that, me and Joey. Joey and I also do shows about Keanu, Charlize Theron, Tom Hanks, and Tom Cruise. We're also going through the Elvis Presley movie retrospective. So check that out. We're in the middle of that. Check me out over on Third you Time. You sound all shook up, Mike. Are you okay? Excuse me. <laughs> I just got back from the country where it's very wild, Kyle. Wild in the country with Elvis Presley is some <laughs> insane uh, backwoods country shit. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, Elvis well, movies have been really... Cousin, so. 
There's one coming. Yeah. Well, he does kiss his cousin in this one too. It's it's a wild movie. Most nice. Elvis movies are pretty out there. Like they've been a lot of fun. Um, I'm still doing Third Times a Charm, where Brian is my unofficial co-host and Kyle is my my leaf brother. <laughs> you can find him on there as well, talking about lots of movies, Star Wars, Marvel movies, um, and then of course, um, you know, I saved the best for last. I guess it's. Uh, the Monsters That Made Us with my co-star Dan Colon, where we are going through the history of the Universal Monster movies, watching them one by one. It's been a blast. That is the last Friday of every month. Um, previous episode is Ghost of Frankenstein. The last episode of the year is going to be The Invisible Agent. So check that out. And thank you for listening. The Invisible Asians, Mike? Is that a... Agent, agent. I'm joking, I'm joking. And, and to just give you kind of like a preview of that, if you're listening before, if you like, I don't know if I should check that movie out or watch that. It's basically like The Invisible Bastards. It's like, in, what if Inglorious Bastards, but he was invisible. <laughs> it's All right. awesome. Oh, I really yeah. liked it. <laughs> Kyle? Uh, yeah, check out the back catalog of foodie films. Maybe some new ones will be coming out soon. Check out P.S. I Love Hoffman because there are some, whether it's the teaser for for Licorice Pizza or the Licorice Pizza episode is out already, check those out. So, and, and go see Licorice Pizza you know, before you listen to the episode. Just go see it because it's an amazing movie. And we get, and we get Cooper Ho- the, the introduction of Cooper Hoffman to our cinematic world. So welcome, Coop. Well, definitely, definitely. And guys, can't wait to see you in person to watch No Way Home and to tie Spider Month up in a web knot. I don't even know. Analogies (laughs) are escaping me. I've just said too many. We've all said too many this month. So, oh man, please, please. You know what? I'm going to go back on everything I said. Yes, I want to be a good movie. Just the moment I see Tobey Maguire... And Andrew Garfield, yes. But the moment I see Tobey Maguire in the Spidey suit, that'll be enough for me. So You're going to walk out of the theater and be like, that was it. I'm, I'm yeah, that's going to be exactly like when people walked out of the theater of uh, snakes on a plane. And he's like, I'm sick of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. I saw people literally get up in that moment and be like, yep, that's why we came. <laughs> Love it. And that's a prequel because that's Nick Fury. Anyway, all right, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web, any size, catches seeds, just like flies. Look out, here comes a Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes a Spider-Man. So there it is, the official Spider-Man No Way Home pre-game episode. Tune in sometime tomorrow for our post-game episode, if you will. Kyle, Mike, and I saw the movie. Oh, we have thoughts. You definitely, definitely want to check that out. Here's the trailer one more time.
ever since I got bit by that spider, I've only had one week where my life has felt normal. That was when you found out. When you botched that spell where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker Spider-Man. We started getting some visitors. every universe. Hello, Peter. You're not Peter Parker. I'm sorry, what was your name again? Dr. Otto Octavius. <laughs> Wait, no, seriously, what's your actual name? There are others out there. We need to send them back. So, Scooby-Doo this crap. You know, all this is kind of your mess. I know a couple of magic words myself, starting with the word please. Please, Scooby-Doo this crap. You're flying out into the darkness to fight ghosts. What do you mean? They all die fighting Spider-Man. Their fate. I'm sorry, kid. Yeah, me too. Don't. Look, there has to be another way. There isn't. They're a danger to our universe. You're not gonna take this away from me. Peter. You're struggling. You want while the world tries to make you choose. This is all my fault. I can't save everyone. They're starting to come through, and I can't stop them. December 17th, exclusively in movie theaters. Tickets on sale November 29th. Spider Monday. I love that tagger at the end. I don't know why. Spider Monday. <laughs> so remember, listen to the spoiler-filled episode on Monday. Hopefully you've seen the movie by then. If not, keep it for when you actually do watch the movie. Can't wait. Mike Manthe's going to be there. Kyle Reinford will be there. I will be there, of course. And one more thing, guys. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop looking around once in a while, you could miss it. Let's leave it with, because we are in the holiday season, from Into the Spider-Verse, Spider Bells. Oh, Spidey Bells, I guess it's officially called. From a very Spidey Christmas. Later, dudes. Oh, spotty bells, spotty bells, swinging through midtown. Oh, what fun to sling a web and take the bad guys down. Spotty bells, spotty bells, quipping all the time. Oh, what fun to swing around New York while fighting crime. Quipping through the streets of New York every night. Wrapping bad guys up in my web so tight. Crawling up the walls, making villains fight. 
What fun to make the holidays free from crime tonight. Oh, spider bells, goblin spells, vulture laid an egg. Spider buggy blew a tire and venom got away. Hey, spotty bells, spotty bells, swinging all the way. Oh, what fun it is to fight the bad guys every night. Swinging through the streets, a web of spider silk. Kicking all the butts of villains and their ilk. Bombs from goblins fling, fling, pumpkins blooming bright, bright. How hard it is to consistently bring peace to New York all night. Oh, Spidey Bells might be swell to do more than fight crime. I got a lot of qualities that don't get much at time. I can sing, I can dance, I tell jokes, I act. I could be, be a big deal if my agent called me back. Why did I agree? Stupid song. I have a degree in chemical engineering. I thought it would be fun to show this side of me, but now I fear it lacks artistic integrity. Oh, Spidey Bells, Spidey Bells. This is who I've become Selling out my good name For an impulse buy album Oh, Spidey Bells Spidey Bells I'm filled with deep regret I'm cancelling this song's release Before the press I get Oh, Spidey Bells, Spidey Bells Swinging through Midtown Oh, what fun to sling a web And take the bad guy You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.